Are you a leader or change maker inside of your business, organization, or corporation? Are you looking for new, innovative ways to drive morale through the roof? Are you looking for fun and exciting icebreakers, team building exercises, and activities that will foster team growth, friendships, loyalty, and completely transform your organization from the inside out? Have you been searching for a fun and unique way to create change instead of the same old dry, boring leadership books and icebreakers that aren't actually working? Hi, I'm Erin Deal, business improv edutainer, fail fluencer, and professional Zoom who is ready to help you improve it. My mission in life is to help you develop teams and leaders through play, improv, and experiential learning. In this podcast, we will deep dive into professional development, team building, effective communication, networking, presentation skills, leadership training, how to think more quickly on your feet, and everything in between. We have helped everyone from Fortune 500 companies to small mom and pop shops transform their business, their leadership, and their people through play. So grab your chicken hat. We are about to have some fun. Welcome to Improve It, the podcast. Can I be frank? Can I, can I be candid? Sorry. Can I give you some feedback? Improve it, family. Ugh, did your eyeballs just roll to the back of your head? Do you feel like you got punched in the gut with a soccer ball logged at you by a very strong toddler? <laughs> Bless up, okay? Why does the word feedback and candid and candor make us crazy? If you've ever seen the movie from wine, or not from wine country, the movie Wine Country with Amy Poehler, I highly, highly recommend it. You may remember this song. Can I get some feedback, 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 feedback? There you go. That is your musical rendition for the day. It's a very powerful song, very powerful movie. But the whole purpose is they ask each other, can I give you some feedback? Now, let me just say this, my beautiful, beautiful Improve It family. Feedback is a pill that we need to swallow. And that pill is a vitamin that gives us nutrients to grow and push past discomfort and learn. Speaking of pills, what am I talking about here? I have got a quick painkiller for you. So let me just ask you this. Are you struggling right now with leading your team in this virtual world? Are you trying to figure out how to communicate and inspire and motivate them over video conference or over your Slack channel or Microsoft Teams? Then join us, my friends. We are doing a public workshop September 21st, 2021. So if you're listening to this later, it's September 21st, 2021 from 11 a.m. Central to 12.30 p.m. Central. And we are going to place the link for this in the show notes. Come join us. We have a fantastic group of leaders and other members of the Improve It fam who will be present. So join us. September 21st. Now, I wanted to make sure I got that out there because it's super important and it's coming up, but back to our regular scheduled programming. So before we dive into today's episode, I want you to do this. You know I like a good visualization, and if you're new to the show, welcome. I like to visualize. So 
Here's what I want you to do. Think right now of some of the most critical feedback that you have ever received. Feedback in the form of communication, meaning you are to get better. Something you're not doing right. Close your eyes. Okay, if you're driving, keep one eye open, but think about it. Where were you? How old were you? What were you wearing? Get get all the senses in. Think about the smell of the room. It could be pungent. It could not be. But I want you to think about how that feedback made you feel. All right. Hope that was a long enough pause to let you feel that. I want you to now think about the results of that hard conversation. What did that critical feedback drive you to do? What did it drive you to change? Here's a fun story for you. I will never forget the hardest piece of feedback that I've received. And maybe not to date, but just something that really sticks out in my mind. So I was an intern, a production intern at a television show in Atlanta. It was brand new on the network. Um, Oh my God, what was the network? Not UP. It, it was, it's no longer a network, but it was on a network and it was called Atlanta Tonight. I can't, UPN, there it is, UPN. And um, I was a production intern and it was the very first production internship they'd ever had. And my manager, who was a producer of the show, said to me in my end of internship review, or actually she didn't say it, the HR director said to me that they would not hire me for a role because Aaron is not mature enough for a role in an office or corporate setting. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just say, I was in Atlanta. I was 21 years old. I was probably wearing a really crappy shirt from Wet Seal and some sort of business pant that was like a gaucho. I was sitting in the HR director's office. I remember it was a high-rise building in Atlanta, and I got that feedback. So let me just say, that was a pill to swallow, friends. It was one of those pills that gets caught in your throat, and then it burns, and it sticks around for a while, and you just feel like you've always got a pill hanging out in your mouth for like two days. You know what I'm talking about? No? Okay. Well, it was like that. It was a tough pill, and I was constantly in that internship, stuck in the office, logging tapes, when what I really wanted to be doing was going out on the shoots, watching the television show hosts interview celebrities, learning how to edit from the editors, seeing how to act, dress, and be around celebrities, and most of which were mostly rappers at the time. So I was friends at this point with one of the producers, not my boss, but another producer. And she was awesome. She would sneak me off to shoots. And then the videographer for the team became my good friend. And so one day I snuck out with said team and my producer called me from her Razor Verizon cell phone, you know, the ones, the little flip Razor phones. And she said, where are you? I got to tell you, she hated me because I'll tell you what, I wanted this opportunity. I wanted to learn what they were doing out on these shoots. And she wanted me to sit and log tapes, which ultimately was what they hired me to do was be their assistant, right? And I'll say this, 
she was correct in her feedback. I wasn't mature enough. I was bored. So I took it on my own liberties to correct that. Was it the best idea? No. Looking back, that feedback stung. Now, as I said before, she did not even give me that feedback. The HR director gave it to me. The HR director could not believe this feedback because I had actually made friends with her and I made it my mission to be really kind and respectful and fun to everybody in the office because I knew I wanted a lot of connections coming out of this internship. I was an all-star to everyone else except this producer who was my boss. Now, Although this was a free, and I repeat free 40-hour-a-week internship, free 40-hour-a-week internship, that was early 2000s, people, not anymore. Uh, I was bound to make the most of this opportunity, and I remember that feedback. And in that moment, when she, the HR director gave it to me, I felt like the biggest idiot Like I messed up my entire summer, which was going to mess up my entire career. And if she said this type of feedback in my review that obviously my producer didn't give, the HR director gave, but what was my producer saying behind my back to everyone else? Because she did not give me feedback throughout the summer, except for where are you and various size throughout the day. Now, although there was one time I saw her in the cafeteria while I was eating corn from a can, I'm not even joking. I literally brought in canned vegetables because I was broke as a joke. And she asked me if I could stay late that day. And I said I couldn't because I had to get to my other job, which was actually a paid job at a restaurant. So I remember she scoffed at me and she said, I don't even know why you have this internship. So I guess that was her feedback to me for the summer. But anyway, I digress. I was feeling like a big hashtag loser. And after time passed, I actually reminisced and reminded myself, based off that feedback, what I wanted to learn. It was to do the job that you have to do first, even the parts that suck, and then branch out once that job is done. Take on more stretch assignments, but do the job that you were there to do first, do it really well, and then you can go outside of your role. And that still sticks with me today. As a founder, when I have to do accounting work or fill out paperwork or anything that isn't what I love to do, which is to be creative, to facilitate, to talk to you here, all of that makes me so excited. I loathe spreadsheets and paperwork. And I just tell myself in those moments now, get it done. And then you can have fun. No job is glamorous. Oprah probably has to look at spreadsheets. Good old Oops. So thank you, anonymous producer, to remain nameless for the lesson and the feedback that you provided to me almost 20 years ago. That was the vitamin that I needed to move forward. So all of this to say, Improve It Family, this was an in-person internship. Back when Google Maps were a thing you printed off, text messaging took three hours because you had to press every number three times to get to one letter, and bleach blonde highlights were cool. Okay, that last one was just for me. But what I'm saying is that work has changed. It's so different than it was 20 years ago, right? I know that people are being onboarded, working from home. Now, people may rarely if ever step foot inside their office, 
offices are being converted into rental spaces for collaboration, and we are all just figuring it out, or dare I say, improvising as we go. So candid conversations are crucial. Try saying that five times fast. Candid conversations are crucial. Candid conversations are crucial. You can do it. You probably could do it. It's a good actor's warm-up. Anywho, as we all experienced in 2020 or 2021, change is the only constant here. And if we allow things to fester while change is happening, we make up stories in our head and we watch our superstars and rock stars on our team underperform because we didn't guide them the way that they needed to be guided. So in true improv fashion, I'm going to give you three reasons why candid conversations should still exist in a virtual world by infusing in some of the rules of improv. And these are three direct rules by one of the greatest improvisers there ever was, Del Close. Now, Del Close was an American actor, writer, and teacher who coached many of the best-known comedians and comic actors of our century. You've seen so many people who are now very famous, who have been under his guidance. He was a huge actor at the IO Theater in Chicago, actually a huge founder of that theater. And his work really inspired the long form improv that is called the Herald. So he came up with that long form, what we call long form improv, the Herald. One of his biggest rules that I want us to incorporate into why candid conversations should still exist in this virtual world is this. Get ready. Rule one, if we treat each other as if we are geniuses, poets, and artists, we have a better chance of becoming that on stage. Now, this is a rule of improv theater. If we treat each other as if we are geniuses, poets and artists, we have a better chance of becoming that on stage. I said that again because I want you to think about it in context for your team. If you treat your team like they are the smartest person at their job in your company, the smartest admin assistant, the smartest marketing director, the smartest HR coordinator, then gosh darn it, they are going to believe it. And if they believe it, they have a better chance of becoming it. So what I mean here is virtually, when you can't see the day-to-day operations of your team, all you can see is the work that they produce and the results they produce, then every interaction with them is important. Now, I want you to make a point to give them praise first, and especially in virtual meetings, as long as it's very genuine, and make them feel seen for the work that they're doing well. So you can do this if you're on a team meeting, you can do this in on Slack channels, you can do this publicly. But when you need to correct or you need to provide feedback, make sure that this is done one-on-one and use the notion that you know that they can do whatever the feedback is that you're giving them. You see it, you believe in them, and then provide the necessary feedback. So here's an example, okay? Let's call her Susan. Susan's a marketing manager and she is half budding. I don't want to say the A word because I'll get a different rating on this podcast, but she's half budding. Her um, copy for all of the company, for the all internal company newsletter. So Susan's job is marketing and she writes this newsletter for her internal large team. Now, you, her manager, have seen her do great work in the past with lots of innovative ideas, but the effort and the end product has not been ideal as of late. So 
you schedule a one-on-one with her or you provide her feedback in the weekly meeting that you have with her one-on-one. And you say, Seuss, I loved those newsletters you were busting out last month and for the months past. They were so creative. And I, I love the visuals and the fun gifts and things you put into them. And I'm saying gifts like those funny little meanie things that you see on the internet. I haven't seen you do that lately. Is there a reason why? So you made her feel like a rock star, a poet, an artist, and you listen and ask why. Pause, pause for response. You hear her response and you adjust or use this. I know that you are super creative. I've seen it in past newsletters. I love them and so did the team. Can we try to do more of those visuals and make it more engaging for this month? So Suze, Susan, whoever, feels like a poet and an artist and she received feedback in a way that still makes her feel like she's creative and it doesn't disrupt her inner genius. So that was number one, Tip number one, three reasons why candid conversations should still exist in a virtual world. And that is if we treat each other as if we are geniuses, poets, and artists, we have a better chance of becoming that on stage. Del Close said that. You know who's going to say that now? You, my friend. Take it, use it, incorporate it. Make your team feel like the genius that they are and they will become it and provide feedback to them in showing them examples of work that they've done in the past that you know that they did very well, how they can incorporate new things in the future and build them up, build them up. It's just like we're working with, like I have a two-year-old, right? And I'm really using this positive reinforcement to make him feel like he can do things in his life. It's the same with adults. It's the same with human beings. We want to feel like people trust us and know that we can do that. And so if we believe that and enforce that in our team and then provide feedback around that, oh, it's so, so powerful. So here's a second rule from the improv theater from Del Close himself that I think really makes sense as it comes to giving candid feedback in this virtual world. Del Close said, number two, the only real mistake here is ignoring the inner voice. The only real mistake here is ignoring the inner voice. What does that mean? On stage, it means the only thing that you can do wrong is not trust your gut. The only thing you can do wrong is get in your head and second guess yourself or second guess your team member. So how do we translate this to a virtual world? Well, I'm going to give you another metaphor, my friend. If you've ever heard the spinach and the teeth analogy, if you've heard it, you're going to hear it again. If not, this is new. So let's say this. Your friend shows up at a party and she has spinach right between her two front toothers here, okay? Her two big teeth. She looks like Popeye or the Jolly Green Giant. And you are too afraid to tell her about the spinach in her teeth for fear it would ruin your new friendship. This is a new friend, okay? And you really want somebody to go with you to yoga every week. So you ignore that inner voice in your head that says, tell her she has spinach in her teeth. Tell her she looks like Popeye. And you keep going and she has a forest sticking out of her face while hanging out with your neighbors. Hashtag friend fail, okay? That analogy here is going to take us into what I want you to do, which is never ignore that inner voice when leading your team virtually. Never ignore that voice that says, 
oh, I need to talk to this person. I need to tell them to stop doing X, Y, Z. I need to tell them I need them to start doing X, Y, Z. So here's an example, okay? Here's how you can keep that inner voice of yours alive and never ignore it. So let's just say Belinda, okay? Belinda shows up to late or shows up to work late every day. She shows up to late work. She shows up to work late every day and every day she pushes the boundaries of logging on to the team Slack channel to say hello and good morning because that's how your team communicates in this virtual world. And most of the time, it's usually with like a fun gif or meme to say hi, good morning and a cup of coffee, right? So she's set her hours and her role is crucial because she has to be on time because her work affects the work of the team. Belinda's work has to get done so that Bob's work can get done so that Betty's work can get done. You see what I mean? So you're like, okay, Belinda's late. You you let that slide a day or two, but that inner voice is saying to you, talk to Belinda, tell her she needs to be on time, say something. But you don't want to hurt Belinda's feelings because Belinda gets her job done. She produces great work. And at the same time, everybody on your team is starting to get annoyed. So you've ignored this spinach in her teeth. She's got spinach in her teeth for days. Now she looks like Popeye. The team is getting PO'd. This has gone on now for a month. And the team is getting more and more frustrated, not only with Belinda, but with you, because you haven't talked to her and you are the person who leads Belinda. Their work is getting delayed. It's all a trickle-down effect. So you've ignored your inner voice, which is screaming, talk to Belinda. And now Belinda looks like spinach salad, okay? So to fix this, you schedule some time with Belinda. Give her the same feedback via video conference that we talked about, where you make her feel like a poet and a genius and build her up because you see that she does great work but then give her the feedback that she needs to show up on time because her tardiness is affecting the team. So here's a great, great outcome of listening to that inner voice. You talk to Belinda and Belinda feels really bad and explains to you that her childcare keeps showing up late. So she keeps showing up late for work and you have this great conversation with her about how great her work is, how you want to see her do her best work. So what hours make more sense for her? She says, you know, all I need is to flex 30 minutes. I need to push my start time back 30 minutes. That would work best. So you do that. She starts 30 minutes later and you adjust the workflow of the team so that the team isn't waiting on Belinda to get the work to them. And they now are no longer delayed. You've removed the spinach from Belinda's teeth and you have listened to your inner voice. Bravo, my friend. So never ignore that inner voice that tells you that feedback needs to happen. By ignoring that inner voice, you are ignoring what you know is true and what you know is best, not only for you, but for the person you're leading and for the team that you're leading at large. Here is rule number three from Del Close. And again, this is applied to improv theater, but it is going to apply so, so applicably to you. Every interpersonal situation has a solution in which everyone wins. 
Now, Del Close meant this as in scenes. So as a scene partner, you get into a situation and then at the, the accumulation of this is everybody can win if we trust that inner voice, if we make the other person look good. Everybody can win, even if the scene has somebody who has been fired from their job and the other person has lost their dog, okay? Like both of those people can win in the scene if we use these notions that I'm talking about above of listening to our inner voice, building on each other's ideas, and also really utilizing the fact that I'm going to make this person look good no matter what. You can make even the lowest status person on stage look good by using these fundamentals. And the same applies to you in your organization. So in the example I just gave of good old Belinda, okay, everybody won. Belinda feels like a poet and an artist because she's been praised for her work and she feels like a crucial part of the team because she is. Everyone depends on her for their work to get done. Now, she also feels great because you listen to her and Belinda feels even better because she was actually heard. You, my friend, listened to your inner voice and you removed the spinach from Belinda's teeth by addressing the conversation via Zoom or video and providing a solution that works not only for Belinda, it works for you and it works for the team. And then the team wins because now they are not delayed in their start time because the workflow process has been remedied and they can get work done in a timely fashion. Okay, every interpersonal situation has a solution in which everyone wins. All of this feedback has been provided on video. So it's up to you whether or not you actually want to use video conference. I know a lot of people in Teams use Zoom, Microsoft Teams, WebEx. So it's up to you if you feel like things are happening and you don't want that Zoom fatigue, do it over phone. But this is all happening in this virtual world. And the work is still happening. The team is productive. The team is an ensemble. And the work is the focus, not the interpersonal drama. The work is the focus. Everyone wins. The drama doesn't win. So yay for productivity, spinachless teeth, and more creative poets and geniuses in this world. You can see me right now. I'm literally doing rock and roll hands with my arms. It got me that jazzed, okay? So remember, have those crucial conversations in this virtual world. Treat your team like they are poets, artists, and geniuses. Do not ignore your inner voice. And remember that if you can do this, everyone can win. Now, I want you to go back and think about that feedback at the very top of the show that I asked you to think about, the one that you received. And if you applied this methodology, how you could have been affected. I think back on my old producer. And when I, what, really quick, what I want to say is think back on that feedback. And if this methodology was applied by the person giving you the feedback, how you would have felt differently, okay? So I think back on my old producer from this internship, and I think, wow, if she would have just seen that I was a go-getter and I wanted to learn things that apply to news and film, which was my major, she would have given me that feedback in the moment, told me that I was smart for trying to learn on film shoots, told me that if I logged 100 tapes a day, she would make sure I could go out on more shoots. And then she would have gotten a productive 21-year-old 
Britney Spears highlighted here wannabe that logged tapes and took names literally and who could actually assist on film shoots. She could have won. I could have won. Instead, producer got a frustrated, idiotic feeling college student who looked like she fell in a pool of bleach. That is not her fault. And she feared this woman's presence. And I would sneak away and to learn things that I actually wanted to learn. You see the difference? If she just applied these fundamentals, I would have felt differently. She would have felt differently. We both could have won. So, Improve It fam, if today resonated with you, I want to encourage you to sign up for our public virtual leadership workshop on September 21st, 2021 at 11 a.m. This workshop is truly one of my favorites. And we did this with a conference of over 300 participants recently. And we have up to 50 people in each workshop. So each workshop had about 50 people. We had six simultaneous sessions. It's a real crowd pleaser. And we are going to dive deep into communication, how to inspire your team virtually. And then once they are inspired, how to keep motivating them to achieve their goals all through this lens of improv. And if today's show resonated with you, please, 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 please share this to your LinkedIn page, your Instagram stories, or consider leaving us a review because that review really does mean the world to us. It helps bring so many more people here to the Improve It fam. And we want to keep making this content to help as many people through the lens of improv as we can. I am so proud of you. Thank you so much, Improve It fam, for showing up week after week, for listening, taking these steps to heart, applying them. Keep playing, keep failing, and keep improving because the world needs that special it that only you can bring. I'll see you next time. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Improve It. I am so happy you were along for the ride. If you enjoyed this show, head on over to iTunes to leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Now, if you're really feeling today's show and you've improved it even just a little bit, please take a screenshot and tag me at Keeping It Real Deal on Instagram and share it in your stories. I'll see you next week, but I I want to leave you with this thought. What did you improve today and how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I am rooting for you and the world needs that special it that only you can bring. See you next time. <laughs>